are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, and thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Today is Friday, February 11th, 2022. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that if you are interested. And on today's episode of Locked On Mariners, it's everyone's favorite Fan Fiction Friday. You submitted to us your Mariners trade proposals. We'll be reading and grading as many as we can over the next 30 minutes. And we have a lot of Cattell Marte and just general Diamondbacks trades. We're going to be saving those towards the end of this show, though. So if this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We greatly appreciate it. We're going to start with some non-Diamondbacks trades. Because those are kind of the rarity this this week. It's 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 incredible how many of those that you uh, you submitted this week. Let's start with Phil, who has a Joey Gallo trade. Seattle gets Joey Gallo from the Yankees in exchange for Connor Phillips and Jake Fraley. Colby, how do you feel about this deal? Uh, I, I I like the idea of Gallo. He's a really interesting guy. Checks a lot of the boxes the Mariners need, while also obviously having some major issues that the Mariners are kind of moving away from uh, athletic plays, multiple positions, including center field, which you need left-handed power. Uh, that's all great. Good base runner, great base runner even. Uh, but the Mariners are kind of moving towards this, like put the ball in play model more so than striking out. You look at guys like Toro and Frazier and JP and Ty France. Um, yeah. And even like the guys who do like strike out, it's only a little bit above league average. Like it, it's very few 30% strikeout rate guys, unless you count Kyle Raleigh, who was at like 42%. But um, so yeah, it's kind of a weird like fit uh, for, for Gallo. Um, I think prospect wise, like Phillips is probably like the right range to be like the best guy you give up in a deal. I think the issue mm-hmm. here is, is that the Yankees, probably aren't going to trade somebody who helps them now for somebody who might help them later. You're probably going to have to give up a big leaguer Mm. in this trade. Um, And Jake Fraley, while technically a big leaguer doesn't help them more than Joey Gallo. Um, So I think you're, you're probably looking at a bullpen arm maybe um, as a possibility. Um, I just, I don't think Fraley's Mm. enough uh, to help the, the, the Yankees more than Gallo. Uh, so I did, did give it like a 40. It's, it's definitely creative. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the prospect valuation is about right. I just, I think the two teams aren't yeah. ideal fits for each other. Yeah. I'd say Drew Steckenrider would probably be a better fit in this deal. And at that point you might be able to get away with uh, less than Connor Phillips on the prospect front. Uh, yep. cause again, keep in mind, you know, Joey Gallo only has a year on his deal and he's coming off of a really bad second half. So the Yankees have to be kind of realistic about that side of things. And yeah, I think you could probably get away with, with uh, Drew Steckenrider and I don't know, um, 
I'm trying to think of someone. Couldn't really think off the top of my head, but someone lower than than Connor Phillips. Yeah, like some scrub example. like Will Fleming or somebody like that. Uh, of course, of course, you had to <laughs> throw throw my boy under the bus in the process. Sure, uh, so it's been a yeah, rough day. Daisy guy. and the Dingo. Yeah, I know, I know. For transparency's sake, this is our third take recording this episode. It's uh, it's been a it's been a day. It's been a day. So uh, this include, by the way, that includes uh, recording the episode in full uh, at one point, uh, only to find out that it was completely unusable. So uh, (laughs) Daisy and the Dago, Jorge Polanco to the Mariners, Edward Cabrera, the Marlins prospect, and Brandon Williamson to the Twins, and Kyle Lewis to the Marlins. Um, Daisy and the Dago's kind of got a brand now with the uh, three-team deals, kind of like how Aiden has the, uh, the minor trades is kind of his brand uh i i do appreciate that by the way um what do you uh what do you think about this one it's it's a little convoluted and uh thankfully this time it's uh it's not accompanied by that one twins fan who always wants to let us know that jorge polanco is not getting traded so good start on the trade at least on that front for the (laughs) fact that that guy is not around uh yeah so i personally don't see any way the Mariners are getting Polanco without giving up one of their big five, um, mm-hmm. including Kelnick um, and Gilbert. Uh, Polanco's got, I think, four years left of club control. He's a very good all-star caliber player, um, good defender at second, can even play some shorter and third base for you. He's just, he's very, very good. And I think at the beginning of the offseason, there was maybe this idea that the twins would sell um, this winter. And and that obviously would have made Polanco available, but you know, they've, they've signed bucks into a long-term extension. Um, It doesn't sound like they're ready to do a hard rebuild. Um, If anything, it's more of a soft reboot. And like I said, you have them until the end of the 2025 season. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're going to have to give up Noel V. Marte. Um, Yeah. And, and even at that point, uh, considering the control that he has at the dollar figure that he's at, Jorge Polanco is a great deal for the Twins. I, I, if I'm the Twins, I'm not really interested in moving off of that personally, especially for Noel V. Marte, because I mean, you're kind of hoping that Noel V. Marte is Jorge Polanco. Um, Jorge Polanco is probably the most underrated player in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and obviously they get it done in different ways, but you know, you you get what I'm saying here. Like you're yeah. you're hoping that you're trying to you know you're hoping to get the same amount of value that you're getting out of or a Polanco right now on a very team friendly contract um, in a very team friendly situation. So I'm going to give this one like a 38. I'll give it a 40. Um, I just, I don't think the twins are in a position where they're going to give up Polanco for mm-hmm. prospects in general. So, yeah. All right, yep. Daisy has another deal, uh, one for one with the Phillies. Zach Eflin, right-handed pitcher, who is expected to miss at least the first month of the season. Not sure how that's progressing, but that was the last word on him before the lockout. Um, and the Mariners in return give up Zach the Loach outfield prospect. Uh, how do you feel? I think valuation-wise. Eflin's probably a, a four with three upside um, and Deloach is probably a long-term fourth outfielder, but it's one year of Eflin for six years of Deloach. I think valuation wise, that's about right. I think when you look, what can I get for, for 
you know, Zach Deloach, can I get a year of a number four with number three upside? Yes, I think you probably can. So I think the valuation's right. I think the the, the match between the two teams is is not. Um, Phillies are very similar to the Mariners. They're trying to end their own little playoff drought, and, and they're thinking that they can do that in 2022. So if they're moving Eflin, mm-hmm. they're going to do it for a guy who they think can help them now. And I just, I don't see Deloach as that guy yet. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Deloach makes his debut this year, but even if Eflin misses the first month, he's, you're going to get 20, 25 starts out of him and yeah. he's going to be pretty good for you. So um, I think the, mm-hmm. like I said, I think the trade valuation is about right. I just don't think the teams are a match really at all. I agree. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go 45 because of what you said there that, uh, you know, cause that's a great point that the, uh, the trade value does line up. I, I would think, uh, but it's just right now where both of these teams are, uh, particularly the Phillies, just don't think it makes uh, a ton of sense. So, yeah, uh, 45 is about as high as I'll go on that. Yep. All right. Uh, Daisy's last one is a Brian Reynolds trade. Before we get into this, this is the last Brian Reynolds trade we're doing. All right. We have done so many of them. There's so many ways you can attack this. And I do want to applaud Daisy here because he, uh, they did come up with a uh, very interesting way to approach it. It's a, it's a different creative way to approach it. Uh, so I do applaud that, but this is the last Brian Reynolds trade we're, we're doing for a while. So if you submit a Brian Reynolds trade for, uh, in the future, probably not going to be doing it because it's just, it, it's been a lot of those same with Jose Ramirez. So I know we have a Jose Ramirez deal coming up as well. Um, that's probably going to be our last Jose Ramirez deal for a while as well. Um, so Mariners get Brian Reynolds, Pirates get Noel V. Marte and Emerson Hancock and Blue Jays prospect Jordan Groshans. While the Blue Jays get Diego Castillo and Taylor Trammell. So, I mean, Basically, the Blue Jays are giving up Jordan Groshans for Diego Castillo and Taylor Trammell. And Trammell, that's kind of an issue because I don't really see how he's going to get playing time with the log jam that the Blue Jays have in the outfield right now with Guriel and Grishik and, and Hernandez and everyone. Um, Castillo, I mean, good reliever, one of the better relievers in baseball when he's really on his game, but still for a prospect who's probably you know he's somewhere in the top 100 especially with the holes that the blue jays still have to fill at third base and second base maybe the bravic valera fills one of those but who fills the other that could be Groshans at some point um i just don't really see how this works from toronto's side of things i think the return that the pirates are getting probably actually gets brian reynolds for the mariners uh, especially when you throw Groshans in there but yeah, I just uh, I, I don't see it from Toronto's side of things here. So I'm going to go 42 because it's creative. But if it wasn't different, this would probably be a 30 or a 35. Um, yeah, it just, because it, it just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make at all any sense for one of the teams involved. No, that team also would be helping one of their prime wildcard competitors acquire Brian Reynolds. Yeah. And while that doesn't really factor in all that much, when a deal is iffy to begin with, and then you add that on top of it, it's just, it's, it's not going to help. So uh, Castillo's just not, I mean, Castillo was just traded less than a year ago for Austin Shinton. Why is he now all of a sudden worth Groshans? He's not. Right. So, 
Um, Especially after dealing with an injury and kind of struggling yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, although when he was on at the end of the year, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Some of the most dominant innings you'll see. Um, but yeah, he, yeah. he was you know, up and down and he was dealing with a shoulder thing. So hopefully that's figured out. But it's just he's not worth at his best. He wasn't worth he was only worth Austin Shenton who is an amazing mm. prospect. So, um, but he's, he's no, he's no Jordan Groshan. <laughs> Had to so, throw that part in, huh? I mean, Austin <laughs> Shen forever, but, uh, that is yeah. Your brand. yeah, he is, uh, I, I'll give this one like a 40, 42. Um, cause like you said, mm. it is creative, but it just doesn't really line up well with Toronto. Yeah. All right. So we have plenty more trades to go over for the rest of the show, including all those diamondback ones, but that's going to be, later on real quick want to remind you this episode of locked on mariners is brought to you by built bar this is the time of year that i've pretty much given up on all of my new year's resolutions that is but not this year i'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to built bar and it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because i actually enjoy eating them now all built bars are covered in 100 percent real chocolate they're low calorie high in protein so replace your candy bars with these they are better a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to three hundred calories so go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart you'll be blown away high protein low cal high fiber low carb most built bars contain 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And there's so many amazing flavors they have to offer. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Mmm, just sounds so good. Now, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. And we greatly appreciate your support. And just a reminder, it is still Super Week brought to you by Get Upside. And there is no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. And the Locked On Bengals podcast and the Locked On Rams podcast have been in L.A. all week long covering the big game. It looks like a lot of fun out there. So if you're interested in more coverage before Sunday, be sure to check them out. So let's continue with the uh, trade proposals here that you submitted. Curtis Christensen at Courtesy Baseball. Mariners get Yandy Diaz from the Rays and uh, the Rays get Zach Deloach and Anthony Misevich and Juan 10, man, you guys really hate Zach Deloach today. He's in a lot of these deals. Yeah. They're finally seeing the light. Um, <laughs> so yeah, noted Zach Deloach hater that I am having him ranked 14th yep. in my personal ranks in a loaded system. I too have him in at 14. Yeah. I think, and somehow I'm the hater somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, I don't know quite understand that, but okay. Um, this is a really interesting deal. Um, it's definitely one we haven't seen before. It's, it's, it's quite creative. Uh, Yandy Diaz is a, is a good hitter. He's a career 111, 112 WRC plus guy, um, can play first base and third base. He's even probably get away with playing second base, but I mean, so can Ty France if you want, you know, a reference point there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of part of the issue is, is that Yandy Diaz is basically 
Ty France light. Um, a little bit longer track record, but less upside. So I guess my question would be like, how does Ty France and Yandy Diaz and Luis Torrens and Kyle Lewis and Mitch Haniger, how do they all find playing time when you're going to recycle those or cycle those guys through DH, mm-hmm. you know, quite a bit. Um, I, I don't know mm-hmm. that they do. I, I think Diaz is honestly, it's too similar to mostly Torrens and Ty France. And so, yeah, I, just, I don't I don't see the fit uh, between player, but it is mm-hmm. very creative. It is definitely interesting. And it's it's a name mm-hmm. we haven't heard before. Um, also, side note, I don't think Tampa would want to add two guys who need to be 40 man be on the 40 man uh, in a deal uh, like this. So uh, I'm still going to give it a 50, though, because it is it is quite creative and it is a fun, uh, different uh, name that we haven't thought of. And honestly, the valuation's mm-hmm. not not terrible. It's just again, the two sides are yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think the the valuation is completely sound here. I think it's good. I think it checks all the boxes for the most part. Uh, the problem is it just doesn't really fit either team. Uh, it doesn't fit Mariners from a roster construction standpoint, and it doesn't fit the Rays from a forty man roster construction standpoint. So, um, taking that all of that into account, and also taking the benefit of how creative it is, and and the fact that it's a new name that we haven't heard. I'll give it a 50 as well. I think it's, um, I think it's good. I just don't think this is a trade you would see come across the ticker anytime soon. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's solid. Uh, so Jose Ramirez deal is, uh, the next one. I, I talked about this earlier. Um, again, we are going to be stopping the Jose Ramirez deals on this show after this trade for a while. Cause you, if you have listened to the show for quite some time or even just a little bit joining us here, um, you, you've heard about us. You've heard us talking about uh, Jose Ramirez enough. <laughs> so uh, Jose Ramirez and Zach Plesak to the Mariners for Noel LV Marte, Zach Loach, Emerson Hancock, and Juan 10. Colby, what are your thoughts? Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty decent trade. Uh, you know, based on all the ones we've seen for Ramirez, uh, I think Noel V and, and Emerson are, you know, both decent starting spots. Um, forget Plesak. You can like Plesak for Deloach is fair. So Zach Plesak, you know, is like you, you like to say he's Mike Leak, um, which is valuable, but not, you know, yeah. you're not paying extra for it in in this deal. Um, but and you don't it, really need that right now. No. You need something better. I mean, like, look, if, if they trade for Plesak, fine. And if it costs Deloach and, and Juan Tain, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's a good trade still. But, yeah, sure. you, you just probably try to aim a little bit higher. But even w- with all that, I don't think you're going to get Jose Ramirez without giving up one of Kirby, Julio, Jared, or Logan. Even Noel V. Marte. Even if I think that maybe Cleveland should be interested in a guy like Noel V. Marte, I just don't think they're going to trade Jose Ramirez unless they feel like they absolutely have to, which is a mistake. And they wait until the winter. They're going to get, they'll be lucky if they get that package for one year of Jose Ramirez. Very lucky. Mm -hmm. So I think they should be interested in something like that. But that would assume that Cleveland's a well-run baseball, like a well-run organization. And it has more to do with ownership than the baseball people in Cleveland because they're actually pretty good at their jobs. Yeah. But, just the ownership in Cleveland is a mess. So mm-hmm. based on all that, I'm going to give it like a 42, 
43, somewhere in that range. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think you're just, you're going to have to, you're going to have to part with one of the the core four to, uh, to get that deal, uh, you know, to get Cleveland interested in that type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I just, I don't think, you know, this is going to get it done. Um, uh, Marte is a really, really good prospect. Uh, but even then I don't know if he's the best, uh, leading piece that, that Cleveland feels it can get. And, um, I'm just not sure if uh, if they would settle for that at this point in time when they they don't have to trade him right now. They should, like uh, like Colby said, but they don't have to in the end. And uh, I think that's a pretty important distinction to make here. So I'm gonna go. I'm I'm a bit lower than you, Colby. I'm gonna go 38 on this deal because I just I don't I I think it starts the conversation uh, with Cleveland, but it's still pretty far off from from the finish line. So, cool. uh, Brian Colbo. Uh, Mariners get Josh Young in a one for one of top prospects. Well, Kelnick's graduated now, but you get the point. Um, for Jerry Kelnick, um, what do you think about this? This is a uh, this is a pretty pretty big one. This is uh, pretty chaotic. Uh, it would never happen, but it's uh, honestly the valuation uh, feels pretty good, and and I get the uh, I get the reason behind it. Uh, you know the you. Brian here has the Mariners trading from their surplus of outfield prospects to get a third baseman who is going to make his debut in, in 2022 and trying to fill the hole at their base that they have right now um, in a, in a more affordable from a financial standpoint way. Um, so it's interesting and creative. What do you think? It's definitely creative. It's definitely one of the more creative trades that we've seen. We've seen, um, I'm not a huge young guy i just i feel like guys or you know prospect people feel like he's like an elite bat and i'm just like eh, probably a pretty good bat but i i don't think he's elite um so i'm a little bit lower on him than other people in general but certainly creative and like you said obviously the thought process is traits from your outfield prospect surplus to find a third baseman who could help you this year um but also again if you're the mariners it's like do you want a question mark at third base coming into the year? Or do you want, you know, pretty solid answers? Um, you already have them in the outfield, regardless if you have Kelnick or not. So how many question marks do you want? Um, but like I said, the deal is creative and it's certainly a, a fun deal. And, and um, it makes sense in a vacuum for both sides. But I think I just, it's, it's not something the Mariners should or would do at this stage. So I'll give it a, I'll give it a 50. I think it's, I think it's creative and it's a fun kind of like off the wall trade idea that probably won't get discussed uh, anywhere else, but it's, it's certainly interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll give it a, I'll give it a 50. I'll give it a 50 as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So Hobo to Poto at my, Oh my one great name. Um, Mariners get Ryan McMahon, second baseman, third baseman from the Rockies for Matt Brash and Zach Deloach. I, it's a lot. That's a lot for the Mariners to give up, but that might be what it takes to get Ryan McMahon from the Rockies. Uh, but at that point, I'm probably saying no if I'm Seattle, personally. Colby? Yeah, uh, it's only two years of McMahon for Brash, six too. of Brash. Um, yeah. It's probably a no for me as well. Like, 
I think McMahon's a good trade target. I just think that he is unfortunately, um, you know, I just think he's on a bad team in terms of working with them uh, to find a deal that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I'd rather have the six years of Brash and the two years of McMahon, but I certainly understand the uh, thought process behind it. Yeah, I'll go 35, honestly. 40. All right, up next, all those Diamondbacks trades that I talked about earlier on. We got a lot of them to go over. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over this Sunday, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts. All right, Colby, we have recorded this show twice and we have gone over all of these Diamondback trades twice and we're not going to be able to release any of that audio. So here we go again. Take three. Let's go over all of these Diamondback trades. Plus, Most of them focused on Catal Marte, former Mariners, second baseman slash outfielder. Um, do you want to do you want to like throw Aiden's trade in the middle just as kind of like a palate cleanser or because Aiden sent a last minute small trade like he likes to do. All right. Let, let's let, let's do that one real quick. All right. So the all Mariners right. were uh, the, the Mariners receive uh, Jonathan Aranda, second baseman from the Rays for Evan White and Trent Tinglestad, which is a great baseball name, <laughs> by the way. Um, uh, Tinglestad is not relevant to this deal, though. Yeah. Uh, so white for Rhonda. Eh. See, Probably here's the thing. Like, I'm not shot on white. I. Yeah, I'm not ready to give up on Evan White. I've said this multiple times on this show on Control the Zone, Patreon.com forward slash Control the Zone. By the way, uh, and I, yeah, I just eh, it. It doesn't really seem necessary to pull the trigger on this deal. So I'll go forty. I I understand your thought process on this. But I would rather take the shot on Evan White personally. Yeah, Aranda had. I feel like Aranda's still probably going to spend most of the year in Triple A. Um, I think you probably get him for less than Evan White, uh, to be quite honest with you. So, um, I'd I'd rather. T- I mean, obviously the the numbers are quite good for Aranda, and he plays second base, which is a position the Mariners could use some depth. But I, I I'm with you. I'm I'm going to keep giving. Or I'm going. To, I'm willing to give Evan White basically this year to start making some strides at the plate um, because there is agreed some pretty good upside still with Evan White. So let's do the Diamondbacks trades. We got two in our email. One is from Phil, who submitted the uh, Joey Gallo trade earlier on in the show, and this time his uh, Diamondbacks deal. Has the Mariners given up Emerson Hancock, Zach Deloach, and 110 for Cattell Marte? And he also wonders if adding Madison Bumgarner to the deal and the Mariners picking up his full contract would move the needle at all in our minds. Um, the quick and short answer to that for me is no. 
Uh, I want no part of Madison Bumgarner or his contract. I don't think he really adds anything to, ro- to the rotation except for just unnecessary payroll. And I'm good. I'll pass. And I honestly, even at that point, it may not, it may still not get you Catal Marte for the package that you're offering. So I'm going to go 35 either way, whether Mad Bum is in or out. Yeah. Um, ditto. I just, there's not much to add. It's annoying that we've had to talk about this three times now. Um, but, uh, so yeah. sorry, Phil. And so sorry to everyone else that, that submitted these diamondback trades, but it's, it's been a long day. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, yeah. Plus I'm low key paranoid. Yeah. We're going to lose audio again. So 35 next. Yeah. Yeah. Try to, try to hurry up and getting the, get it over with. All right. Jay Qua, um, Mariners sent Matt Brash, Zach Deloach and Emerson Hancock to Arizona for Cattell Marte and Merrill Kelly. I think this one is a little bit better. Uh, when you when you basically think of it as uh, upgrading from from 10 to Matt Brash, I mean, that's a pretty substantial upgrade. But you also have to factor in the addition of Merrill Kelly on the other side of that, which to me, uh, I think kind of counteracts one another. I'm going to say that this one is a little like slightly better than Phil's, but still not really there. I'm going to say 38. Yeah, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a 38 as well. Um, Kelly's mm. pretty solid number four. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, Brash is, is better than than Tane, and it's 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 not close. But Kelly, you know, drags it down a little bit. Without Kelly, it's probably a 40, 42. But, yeah, you know, just a little bit. All right. Funky Monkey on Twitter has a uh, just Cattell Marte going back to the Mariners. No Merrill Kelly. No one else. Uh, while the D-backs get Brandon Williamson, Alberto Rodriguez and Victor Labrada. So, I mean, with Williamson and Rodriguez, those two are, are very interesting. Of course, Williamson, and a lot of people's top 100s right now. Rodriguez uh, viewed by many as a top 10 guy or around that range for the Mariners uh, in general. Uh, Labrada's kind of an interesting dude, but still, I, I just, I think, you know, let's just come out and say it here. I think you, you, you need to include probably someone like Noel V. Marte. If you're serious about getting Cattell Marte, um, I just don't think that Williamson or Hancock or whoever, uh, below Marte, uh, Rodriguez, Kirby, Kelnick, Gilbert, et cetera, is going to entice the diamondbacks enough. Um, I yeah. think this. I think certainly bringing up the likes of Williamson and Rodriguez is going to pique interest there. I think a conversation gets started from that, but they're going to ask for for a lot more. And Williamson and Rodriguez probably on top of that, quite frankly. Yeah, I, I think they would say, okay, Williamson is a pretty good secondary piece, and and Rodriguez is a nice tertiary piece, but where's the primary? Is it going to be Kelnick? Is it going to be Marte? Is it going to be Kirby? Like who? Who's the primary? And I think the Mariners. It would only make sense out of those guys for it to be Cattell Marte. Mm-hmm. Remember, Arizona yeah. doesn't need to trade Cattell Marte. Uh, they don't need. They don't. Doesn't sound like they really want to, but they definitely don't need to. They already have a very good farm system. Um, we don't know if they are actually looking to rebuild. They probably should. They should be shopping Kelly and Marte and and Gallon and Kelly, but. They did nothing before the the shutdown, so we really have no idea what their plans are. Um, but I, I think in that trade, I think if it was Cattell Marte, Brandon Williamson, Alberto Rodriguez, and Victor Labrada, 
you have a real conversation starter and maybe even something that gets it done. But I think that's what you have to come to the table with to get the Diamondbacks interested in in moving Cattell Marte. But we could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go 35 on this as well. Yep. All right. Um, last one. Hobo DePoto. Again, again, great name. Amazing. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, Mariners get Cattell Marte and Mer- Merrill Kelly for Emerson Hancock, Mac- Matt Brash, Taylor Chamel, and Patrick Fick. Very similar deal to Jay Quaz earlier. Um, which one do you like better here, Colby? Probably Jay Quaz because I don't have to go Trammell, who I'm a big fan of still. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of the same issues. I Hancock as the, like the prize piece is is going to be an issue, I think. Um, just because so many teams are down on him, whether they should be or not. Um, the industry as a whole is kind of down on him. And if I'm Arizona, it's like, look, if I'm trading Cattell Marte, I need somebody to to build around, basically a potential building block player um, and one that has fewer questions. So somebody like Noel V, Julio, yeah. Kelnick, Gilbert, Kirby, probably has to be one of those guys. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's a pretty good bulk deal. If you gave up like brash and rodriguez and hancock and um you know deloach and and stout like that's a really good bulk deal but i don't think arizona's trading Cattell Marte for like a bulk so um it's good bulk too it's not just you know give me five pieces of trash um but right. yeah it's just i i don't see any way they do that trade yeah i feel you um, I'm going to go 38 on this as well I'll go for all 30, the things that you said. Yeah, I'll go 35. Now hurry up and wrap so we can save the audio. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's going to do it for our show. And I am really hoping that I don't have to record this again. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on Lockdown Mariners for Colby Patnode. I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. We greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And just like us, their show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Peace.